Now, The Sipping Point with Lori Forster, the wine coach, certified sommelier, corporate entertainer, and wife to a world-class chef, Lori is literally pouring the fun back into wine. Meet some of the most interesting people in the world of food, wine, and spirits as she uncorks the recipe for a delicious life. All right, this is Lori Forster, the wine coach with The Sipping Point, and I'm so excited today because we're talking summer cocktails and a great event that's coming up in September called Dining Out for Life. You get to eat and drink, and you're doing something good for a really, really, really worthy cause. And to help me explain all of this, I have Ryan Sparks. He's the beverage director at Bookmakers Cocktail Club. In Federal Hill, my old hood. I used to live there. And uh, I still frequent there once in a while. So I'm so thrilled to have you. are from originally Ann Arbor, Michigan. That's right. Where you say octopus and hockey go together. <laughs> That's just more of a like Detroit nothing. thing. And, and baseball. All right. So how did you come to be in Baltimore and be at Bookmakers and be one of our city's brightest and best mixologists, if you will? Moved here about three and a half years ago from Ann Arbor. Um, my sig- significant other took a teaching job here, so oh. followed her out here. Um, ended up working at Brewer's Art when I first moved here. I know um, it well. From there, went to Of Love and Regret, Jack's mm. Bistro, and then ultimately o- helped open bookmakers. Um, yeah, that's Brian, pretty much my story. The- Stillwater Ales is love and regret, Correct. right? Yep. Okay. Good. All great people that we've had on the show before. Definitely. So you've been in some great places. So if people come over to join you at Bookmakers uh, in Baltimore and the website, if you want to check out Ryan or all the cocktails that you make is bookmakersbaltimore.com. What, what can people expect when they walk in the door? Something completely different than anything in Federal Hill, for sure. Um, dark, lots of liquor. Um, We have about 200 bottles of whiskey on the back bar, Uh, so very whiskey-centric. Our cocktail menu has about 25 to 30 cocktails at any given time. Um, Generally, about three-quarters of that are house cocktails, and the other portion is classic cocktails or our takes on classic cocktails. Great. Um, Sounds very cosmopolitan. Very very much so. Lots of house-made ingredients, fresh juice, uh, obscure spirits that a lot of people aren't familiar with. That's kind of our job is to familiarize people with that and give them something that they haven't had anywhere else. Great. So you're going to learn something and have a great cocktail. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot to it, right? There is. Even down to, and we're going to taste your rendition of the old-fashioned here in a second, Mm -hmm. but even down to the ice that goes into the cocktail, Mm -hmm. you've thought of all that. It's not your run-of-the-mill ice cubes you're using. Correct. I understand. So tell me, what does the ice have to do with the cocktail? How does that affect the cocktail? It's all about dilution. Okay. So generally in a whiskey drink, such as an old-fashioned, you don't want the cocktail to be extremely watered down. So you, you know, stir your cocktail, pour it over a large cube so it melts slower so you actually get to taste the whiskey in the cocktail. Something that has lots of rum, lots of fruit juice, say a tiki drink, you generally serve over crushed ice because it is more booze forward. And as it, okay. as the ice melts, it'll kind of mellow the drink out. Nice. Uh, but something like this, even when you're sipping a just a glass of whiskey, you generally want to put it on a larger cube so it dilutes less rapidly so you get more of the flavor of the actual drink. Great. Okay, so tell me about, you know, we're going to focus a little bit with each of your drinks about food pairing. Sure. People think about that for wine and now... 
beer. Everybody's mm-hmm. doing food and beer pairings. But cocktails, you can do the same thing. Very much so. Um, and folks are going to be able to come in on September 17th, have your cocktails and your food pairings. And a portion of the proceeds is going to go to Dining Out for Life, which helps fight AIDS. And we'll learn more about that in a little bit. But tell me, what is uh, your take on the old-fashioned? So our take is more of a traditional old-fashioned. Um, by definition, is sugar, water, spirits, and bitters. So we actually don't muddle any fruit into our old-fashioned. Uh, we use a high-proof bourbon, uh, house-made bitters, a little splash of brandy-based orange liqueur, um, and an orange peel. So it's very straightforward. Still has lots of flavor, but it's definitely more booze-forward and not as sweet as a lot of old-fashions tend to be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's delicious. And it, I don't feel like the bourbon takes over either, though. It it's doesn't. It's very smooth. Yep, yep, Dangerous. Absolutely. And Ryan. The, the little bit of orange <laughs> liqueur definitely helps um, brighten it up a little bit so it's not so whiskey-forward. But, I mean, there's still two What's your bourbon of choice in this? Old Granddad 100 Proof. Okay. All right. Which so this has, is uh, uh, deceivingly delicious. It is. And, and it's, it still has It's a still kick. strong as well. Um, the reason we use that bourbon, it has a high rye content. So it actually stands up to the the sugar and the, the bitters. So you can still taste the whiskey where if you use a lighter bourbon, it kind of drowns out a little bit. Okay. Um, delicious. So we have the drink. Mm-hmm. And uh, will you share your recipes for these cocktails? Yeah, definitely. So I can let the listeners know. Perfect. We'll put that at thewinecoach.com. We'll link to your website so they can check you out and come join you on the 17th of September. But tell me what you pair with this food-wise and why. So lots of different things on our menu. Our menu is very uh, meat-forward, um, which goes well with bourbon. Okay. Um, particularly today, we brought our deviled eggs, which actually have bacon jam folded into the egg. Ooh. And then it's topped with bacon and pickled onions. Um, you know, this is one of our bar snacks that we put on more recently, and I think it pairs well just because of the, the little bit of smokiness from the bacon, but still has sweet qualities because of the jam. Um, goes well with a little bit of sweet from the bourbon. Um, but, you know, I just think it's a easy pairing. Um, okay. Yeah. I guess I should try. You should. Okay. Anything with bacon. That's what we say in our house. <laughs> My husband's a chef, so we're bacon <laughs> fans. Uh, so I'm going to try. I have a concept called the wine sandwich where you sip the wine, you bite the food, then you go back and sip the wine. But I'm going to do this with the cocktail. But while I do it, we're going to take a quick break because I can't talk and eat at the same time. We'll take a break on the sipping point. We'll be back with Ryan Sparks from Bookmakers in Baltimore. This is Lori Forrester, the wine coach. We're back with The Sipping Point and Ryan Sparks from Bookmakers in Baltimore. It's an amazing bar and restaurant you can go to if you're into geeky, cool cocktails. It's a cocktail club. I like that. I want to belong to the club, Ryan. (laughs) Am I in? Absolutely. Okay. All right. So we just tasted your rendition of the Old Fashioned with your bacon jam deviled eggs. Correct. Delicious. And when I did the sandwich technique that I use, sip the cocktail, try the devil egg, and go back, I felt like it brought forth more of the orange flavors in the liqueur than uh, I got on the first sip. Sure. And that was amazing. I think that's a great thing about food and wine pairing, too, is that sometimes the food tastes different, the wine tastes better. It's the same concept with cocktails. Absolutely. And cocktails are little unique because there's so many different spirits available that you can custom make a cocktail to a dish where um you know i can take six different ingredients and custom make it to try to replicate a flavor profile or imitate a different flavor profile and um that's kind of what the next 
cocktail we're going to do, I'll, I'll kind of feature that a little bit. Great. Um, well, speaking of featured, I hear the Baltimore Magazine featured you guys with their best of in a certain, I guess, number of categories. So tell me what you guys won. We were runner-up for Best Fancy Bar. Uh, Ooh, fancy. Wit and Wisdom won that one. Um, we won Best Cocktail Menu in Baltimore, and I was the editor's choice for Best Bartender in the city this year. Great. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I love it. Okay. So uh, speaking of, what was the best? Uh, co- you got the whole cocktail menu? Yeah, best menu. Perfect. Yeah. I love that. And you specifically were brought forth. Yep. So tell me what you're going to share with us as our second cocktail. All of these cocktails are going to be available on September 17th. You're one of 50 restaurants participating in the Dining Out for Life, and we're going to find out more about that, supporting um, the fight against AIDS. But what is the next cocktail? So the next cocktail is uh, one of our more interesting flavored cocktails on the menu. It is sherry-based. It uh, has a little blended scotch, a little cinnamon syrup, a little Bejarovka, which is a Czech cinnamon liqueur, or it's okay. a bitter liqueur technically. And then the bitters that we use in that are called Havana and Hyde. They are Cuban cigar leaf and leather bitters. So wow. it's kind of a variation of a Manhattan um, with a little, well, with a lot of twist on it essentially. So okay. uh, it has some raisiny notes from the sherry, a little bit of tobacco note, a little leather note, and then a little cinnamon note. So it's, it's a great after-dinner drink, but I think it pairs really well with uh, – our chef's, chef's board as well, uh, because all the interesting flavors in the drink and all the different flavors that go into the chef's board, I think it's a great pair. All right. So let's go ahead and make this thing live. What? Tell me how you're going to start. What's the first step in making this? So the first step would be a quarter ounce of cinnamon syrup. We're going to do a half ounce of the Czech liqueur, three quarter this ounce. This isn't like Fireball, is it? It's not. It, it's very... <laughs> Because that stuff is dangerous. It's much more tannic, and it has a lot of uh, clove and nutmeg and all the spice to it as well. It's just not only cinnamon, okay. um, but it definitely has cinnamon qualities to it. Great. And then we're going to add three-quarter ounce of a blended scotch, an ounce and a half of a cream sherry, and then a dash of the bitters to it. Mmm, cream sherry like your grandmother <laughs> drinks, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right. Mix that on up. Ooh. And now, okay, in wine, glassware makes a huge difference in the taste of the wine. Mm-hmm. And that's why you invest in good crystal glassware because the wine can breathe more and you get more flavor out of it. The first drink we had in, I guess, what's called a highball. Old-fashioned glass. Old-fashioned yep. glass. Now, this glass kind of yep. looks like one of the old-style champagne glasses. That's exactly what it is. Yep. The Marie Antoinette. Yep, yep. Anatomically correct. Yeah, figure exactly. it out. Um, <laughs> so, why is there a reason, taste-wise, that you pick the different glasses? Is it for the fashion of the drink? Is it the taste? Is it both? A little bit of both. Um, with this one, you'll see that I'll do some a lemon peel on top and express the oil. So, okay. as you go into taste the cocktail, you'll get a lot of that citrus profile. Okay. And then, as you actually taste the cocktail, it's completely different. Uh, so it kind of just lets it breathe a little bit, lets it open up much like wine. Okay. Um, where the first one, the old-fashioned, is, um, you know, it's it's sitting on a big ice cube, so it's going to dilute slowly where this one is already diluted because it's stirred. Um, both of them are stirred, but this one isn't going to dilute anymore, so it's nice to just go in and get that, that uh, taste profile out of it. Great. Okay. Um, I'm looking forward to taking a little taste of this. Um, I just got back from Italy, and over there at a restaurant I had a dessert. It was a chocolate cigar. 
believe it or not. And they served, brought it out under glass with, with smoke. And this dessert tasted like you smoked a cigar, with, but with chocolate, of course. It was really unique. I've never seen anything like that. So the bitters in here actually have a tobacco mm-hmm. flavor. Tobacco and leather. Yum. Ooh, and I get the cinnamon mm-hmm. hint at the very, at the very end. end. That's really beautiful. And a little bit of raisin throughout the entire drink. Absolutely. Great. So what now that you have this beautiful drink, where do you go food pairing-wise with this one? Uh, so with this one, it? our chef's board, our current chef's board, which changes uh, almost weekly, bi-weekly, uh, this one has house-made uh, pork pate, has lamb meatballs, um, that are made in house also has Yum. a beef Italian sausage, um, pickled grapes, and I think the pickled grapes play well with this because you get a little of that raisin quality throughout the drink. Um, and then we have an assortment of different cheeses on here: a local goat cheese. Uh, there's an Asiago cheese and a sheep's milk cheese as well. Great. Um, and I just this think looks like dinner to me. I don't know. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great size plate, probably to share or mm-hmm, even just definitely. have a few cocktails. And what, now, what would be if you would pick anything on the chef plate? For this drink, I would definitely what try would your favorite. I would go with one of the pickled grapes, and then I think the pork pate are my uh, two favorite pieces of this dish that pair well with it. I mean, okay. I think all of it pairs well, but those are the two that really stand out to me. Okay, all right. Well, I'm going to maybe try that definitely. little sandwich cocktail sandwich mm-hmm. during the break. Uh, but if folks want to check out more about uh, Bookmakers Baltimore, Ryan, where should they go? BookmakersBaltimore.com. All right. And again, on September 17th, they will be part of Dining Out for Life. We're going to take a quick break on the sipping point so I can do our cocktail sandwich where with the Carosa and the pork pate, I believe. All right. We'll be right back with Ryan Sparks. What's the next cocktail cocktail that you're going to make? Uh, It's called the Blind Melon uh, 2.0. It has a little green chili vodka, some ancho chili liqueur, and fresh watermelon and lime juice. All right. We'll be right back. This is Lori Forster, the wine coach, and we're back with the sipping point. We're sipping summer cocktails with Ryan Sparks from Bookmakers in Baltimore. He's one of 50 participating restaurants in the Dining Out for Life September 17th lunch or dinner. You can go to their website uh, and find out. It's uh, diningoutforlife.com and then click on Baltimore. But you're giving 25% of your proceeds uh, to benefit the Movable Feast because each city has their own chosen fund uh, fundraising recipient. It's Movable Feast here in Baltimore. That's awesome. Thank Definitely. you. Absolutely. <laughs> We're fighting AIDS through drinking and eating. This is perfect. Now, I'm looking at your cocktail menu. I understand you have crafted every but one of these cocktails. This is what you won the Baltimore Magazine Award for. Yep. Everything sounds delicious, and you have how many selections? There's a lot here. There are. Yeah, and it it changes um, seasonally, but even interseasonally, we've changed a few cocktails throughout the summer, kind of getting ready to start our fall menu, which a lot of these will change. We have some mainstays that we've had on the menu since we opened. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, we like to be creative and kind of change it often, keep it fresh. What is and what should never be? Mm -hmm. That could be a whole show. Right. (laughs) I could see us talking about that, yeah. That's uh, one of the cocktails that's been on for a while. Um, That was a cocktail I created a few years ago and never put on a menu because I couldn't think of a name for the drink. (laughs) Um, It's actually named after a Led Zeppelin song. I happened to be listening to that song. Nice. I was drinking that cocktail and it kind of just fit. So 
Nice. Well, great. That uh, had the pate with um, our carroza, and it was delicious. Mm-hmm. Really, um, the lusciousness of that pate really was a great balance with the intensity of the cocktail, I thought. Definitely. definitely. Yeah. Love it. Okay. So what do we have now? We have Blind Melon 2.0. Tell me wh- how you make one of these. So this one has uh, more of a savory flavor profile than a, a, a sweet profile. Um, it has a green chili vodka that's made in California. Uh, ancho Reyes, which is an ancho chili liqueur, uh, fresh watermelon juice, fresh lime juice, and Thai basil. Mm. And then we garnish it with a piece of watermelon radish. Um, so it definitely has more of a savory element. Uh, we pair it with our watermelon and beet salad, just nice. based off of the watermelon juice in it. It's a kind Good of a natural bridge, flavor. Yeah. And, um, you know, beets have a savory quality, so I think this goes really well with that dish. All right. Let's mix it up and see what we got. Can't wait to taste it. Love that sound. Here we go. <laughs> and we're going to put the recipes for these cocktails at thewinecoach.com. We'll also link over to uh, Bookmaker's website and uh, Dining Out for Life as well. Oh, that's beautiful. Is that a watermelon radish that I see in there? Yep. Okay. See, I'm fancy. I know these things, too. And that's uh, one of the garnishes <laughs> that people ask about every day because no one knows what it is. Uh, is it edible? Is it edible? I happen to have a chef at home, so I, that's enough. how I know about these <laughs> things. Okay. All right. I'm going to give it a little taste. Now, um, your menu is not just small plates. We've been talking with a lot of great bites for the bar. Yep. But you have a lot of large plates on here, too. So you can, you know, it Absolutely. really is not just a bar. You, you can come out yep. and have a full dinner. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, I mean, a lot of the dishes change often as well with the seasons. Uh, as you can see, very meat-focused, um, but we definitely have options for everybody. That's um, delicious. It tastes healthy. Mm-hmm. Is it? <laughs> it's yeah. like a fruit serving. Yeah. Fruit. Now tell me a little bit about, again, review. What is the main spirit here? It is St. George Green Chili Vodka out of Alameda, California. Really is delicious. And oh, then, my gosh. Um, and then I it has that. ancho chili liqueur, so it has a tiny bit of heat to it, but not, not over-the-top spicy, just more of a savory quality. Great. And, uh, fresh watermelon, fresh lime, and Thai basil. Wonderful. Okay. Uh, tell If folks want to come out and join you, of course, we're hoping they'll do it on September 17th for the uh, fundraiser for Dining Out for Life. But when are you open? We How are open folks se- find you? seven days a week. Uh, Monday through Saturday, we open at 5 o'clock. Uh, we close at midnight throughout the week. Friday, Saturday, we're open until 2. And then on Sunday, we're open from 4 to around 11-ish. Right. Yeah. Just a little bit more um, mature outlet there in Federal Hill. Definitely. I would say. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Absolutely. I love it. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break on the sipping point. We're going to be back with uh, a representative here from Dining Out for Life, Samantha. And she's going to tell us all about why you should come out on the 17th, Movable Feast, her charity, and how this all comes together to be a great. Ryan, let's have a little toast. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you so much for coming and go see Ryan at Bookmakers in Baltimore and Federal Hill. Cheers. Cheers. This is Lori Forster, the wine coach, and we're back. These cocktails are amazing. I'm feeling so relaxed and chill. (laughs) All right. Thanks to Ryan Sparks from Bookmakers Baltimore for all the great cocktails. But now I am joined with Samantha Vladimish. Yes. Did I get that right? Yes, you did. All right. You're the executive director of Movable Feast and part of Dining Out for Life. You're the part, the proceeds are going to go to and doing all kinds of great things to fight AIDS. So tell me a little bit about 
your charity first, and then let's talk a little bit more about Dining Out for Life. Movable Feast. What do you do at Movable Feast? It sounds great. Yes. So uh, Movable Feast was started 25 years ago uh, in response to the AIDS crisis in Baltimore City. Uh, We were founded by a group of six wonderful people. It actually started out of the Baltimore City Health Department. Um, And so the six founding members of our organization um, wanted to help people living with HIV and AIDS um, who maybe were alone. Um, There was a lot of stigma around the disease. And so people were in need of service. So Mm. that's where Movable Feast was born. Um, So when we started, um, we served very few clients. The meals were made at home um, and then delivered by um, either the volunteers or the founding members of our organization. Uh, cut to 25 years later, um, we serve over 5,000 people. Wow. Um, and last year we served uh, 784,000 meals. Um, so Movable Feast. Amazing. <laughs> yes. Has <laughs> That's grown, a lot of meals. Yes. Grown leaps and bounds. Um, and we've expanded our service. So not only do we serve folks living with HIV and AIDS, but we also serve folks with cancer, um, diabetes, people going through dialysis. So pretty much anyone with a life-threatening illness uh, we bring on to service. Um, and uh, basically, through events like Dining Out for Life, we're able to continue to provide all of the services that we do for free. So in nice. addition to the meals that we deliver, um, we also have uh, medical transportation. So we provide folks rides to doctor's appointments, dialysis appointments. Um, we also do nutritional counseling. Mm-hmm. So we have three full-time dietitians on staff. Um, and when a client comes on to service, um, they speak with our dietitians, And then based upon uh, their illness um, and a lot of other factors, height, weight, um, we put them on a diet. We have seven different diets um, wow. that are tailored specifically to different illnesses. Um, and then folks are put on a specific diet. Um, and we also do um, a culinary training program uh, where we have a class of students. Um, they come for a 12-week course. Um, at the end of that course, um, they uh, take a serve safe test, and then um, we help them find internships and jobs. Right. Um, so that's really how our relationship started with bookmakers is um, they were a part of our culinary training program program internship um, and we actually still have a student who's currently employed at bookmakers nice so it was sort of a natural fit to ask them to then participate in our dining out for life event so we're very grateful to have them on board this year and have them as one of our partners for our culinary training program great well if folks want to get involved with movable feast and or know somebody who needs Mm -hmm. your services give uh, them the way to get in contact with you? Sure. The best way is to go to our website. It's www.mfeast.org. Okay. Um, and they can see all of the services they provide, all of the contact information for our staff. Um, we have a really great staff of our dietitians, our programs and services staff uh, who take really good care of our clients. So if you go right. to the website um, or you can give us a call, our phone number is 410 410- Three two seven three four two zero, and then someone there, uh, whoever is there, can direct you to uh, the person that you need to speak with. All right, okay. So dining out for life. So now we know where the money is going to go and what a great uh, charity is going to be benefiting. This is such a great idea that people came up with because sometimes. You know, people don't have thousands and hundreds and millions Mm -hmm. to give to charity, but there are small ways that we can all give. And everybody goes out to eat or drink Mm -hmm. (laughs) once a week, I think, it seems these days. 
So tell me a little bit about Dining Out for Life in the Baltimore area, because this is a national event on different days in different cities. But tell me a little bit more about the background and what's going to be going on here in Baltimore. Sure. So this is our 22nd year of Dining Out for Life. Uh, Dining Out for Life is actually an international organization. Um, As you mentioned, there are cities across the country, um, and we have a group in Canada. So we have all different dates, all different cities. But here specifically in Baltimore, um, our organization has been hosting this event for 22 years. It's an annual fundraising event for HIV AIDS service organizations. Um, So we have about 50 participating restaurants. Um, Obviously, Bookmakers is one. Um, Just some other notable restaurants, uh, The Food Market, Maggie's Farm, Linwood's. Um, We have two 50% restaurants this year, Gertrude's and 13.5% Wine Bar. So those are our two 50%. um, Right around the corner here. (laughs) Yep. And the Brewer's Art is doing 35%. Um, So we have some really great partners, um, a lot of new folks this year, which is great, bookmakers being one of them, and a lot of folks like Gertrude's who have been participating for many, many years. Um, Summer lunch, summer dinner, summer both. I guess you just go to diningoutforlife.com, click on... The cities in Baltimore, and it will will it tell you how much each restaurant is participating there on the website? Yes, so it'll tell you how much each restaurant is participating. It gives you a map. Um, we're also partnering this year with Open Table, so folks can make uh, reservations. It's linked directly to Open Table from our website. So if your restaurant is a participating Open Table restaurant, great, you get linked directly. To I you. use that app all the time. Yes. everywhere I go, it's wonderful. It's so it's so nice. Great. Well, I know we were sipping, you were sipping the cocktails with Ryan and I in the background there. Yes. Don't tell my boss. (laughs) I won't. I won't. So what was your favorite of uh, everything we've tasted so far from Ryan? I would have to say the last cocktail. All right. The Blind Melon 2.0. Delicious. Yeah. What is, I'm trying to think, I'm racking my brain that song by Blind Melon. What was it? The popular song? No more rain, no rain, no something rain. like no rain. rain. Yes, I'm getting an affirmation here, blind melon. I don't know if that what 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 it was inspired by, <laughs> but that's what it's making me think about. Okay, so um, anything else you think we need to know about the event and movable feast for folks who want to participate, who want to support? Sure. So our our motto for dining out for life is make one meal matter. It's really simple to participate. All you have to do is go and dine out at one of our restaurants. Eat lots of great food, drink lots of great drinks, um, and experience uh, Baltimore. So right. it's another great way to find a new restaurant and experience. You feel a lot good of great about food. it. Yep. Yeah, I love that. Okay, great. Well, uh, Samantha Vladimish from Movable Feast. We said mfeast.org for your website. And then, of course, you can go to diningoutforlife.com uh, slash Baltimore and then see all the restaurants, including uh, Bookmakers Baltimore. Highly recommend you go there because all these cocktails were delicious, as well as the food. And there's so much more to try. Um, and 50 plus restaurants participating. We so appreciate you coming here today. Thank you for having us. We really appreciate it. All right. Cheers. This is Lori Forster, the wine coach. We're back with the sipping point. Spam. Hi. My producer. Woo. Three amazing cocktails by Ryan, right? Yeah. What 